The Federal Trade Commission is suing to block a merger between Kroger and Albertsons, two of the nation's largest grocery store chains. The FTC warns the nearly $25 billion deal would mean higher prices for millions of consumers. WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne is here, and she has the details. Good morning, Marie. And good morning, everyone. Kroger has about 120 stores here in Michigan. They're a big player here. Cincinnati-based Kroger operates 2,050 stores in 35 states. Albertson is based in Boise, Idaho. They have 22 a hundred stores in 34 states. Together, these companies employ 700,000 people. So this is a big impact. The FTC says this deal would be the biggest grocery store merger in U.S. history. So these companies agreed to merge two years ago, and they said the merger would help them compete with retailing titans like Walmart, Amazon, and Costco. Together, Kroger and Albertson would control about 13% of the U.S. grocery market. Walmart, as a competitor, Harrison controls 22%. The merger announcement came at the same time of some pretty high food prices. We all know about this. Government data shows that U.S. prices for food uh, eaten at home typically rise 2.5% a year. That's typical. But in 2022, they rose 11.4%. And in 2023, they rose another 5%. So all of us are feeling that at the grocery store. The concern is that in some cities, the merger would mean that the company would have no competition and no incentive to keep any prices low. And then there's been some big pushback to big mergers. Last year, the Justice Department sued to block a merger between JetBlue and Spirit Airlines. A federal judge there agreed with the Biden administration and blocked that merger last month. The airlines are appealing. So there has been, again, this pushback from the administration. And Jamie and Lloyd, the FTC lawsuit was also joined by the attorneys general of eight states and Washington, D.C. Michigan was not one of those states that joined this lawsuit. Uh, So, Marie, does it seem like this will not happen? Well, it's, you know, if even if the FTC gets their way in court and uh, the judge blocks this merger in some way, there's going to be an appeal, just like we saw with the airline companies. The the uh, These grocery store chains say this is the only way they compete on a broad scale with, you know, people or companies like Walmarts. That's the only way they can do it. There's also some concern, by the way, about labor, about the people who work inside these stores. Um they're all members of the United at Albertson and Kroger. They, they belong to the United Food and Commercial Workers Union. And they're saying uh, they've uh, voted last year to oppose this merger. They say that com- uh, companies uh, haven't been really transparent about the impact on workers. In other words, if they merge um, and there's two stores, uh, there's a Kroger and there's an Albertson in the same market, and w- one of them closes because they're going to merge into one store, what happens to those employees? So they're saying it's going to be bad for workers. So they're having – this is uh, – um, they're getting a lot of pushback on this particular merger. When you talk about uh, competition, it seems like that's what it's all about. And you have uh, Walmart and and Amazon and Costco and all of these, you know, stores like that. How does, you know, Kroger and these stores like Albertsons compete with them? They're trying to compete, and that's why they say they want a merger. Is that correct? 
Absolutely. That's that's the way they say they can compete. Um, grocery store or grocery business has been legendary for their razor thin profit margins. It's not um, it's very difficult to make uh, high profits in the grocery business for, for a number of different reasons. So they're saying that by um, being able to become larger, buying uh, in bulk, having that um, that ability to buy as a bigger player, they're going to be able to keep their prices low, but really there's no guarantee about that. So that's, again, why they're getting so much um, pushback on this proposition of the merger between Krogerson, uh, Kroger and Albertson. Krogerson. I think I, have, I, I, think I <laughs> You already away, did the right? merger. <laughs> you made a new name. <laughs> right. That's going to be the name we see. No. Oh, no, it is not. <laughs> no, that was only in my brain. So it's Kroger and Albertson. And um, yeah, so that's the that's the only way they say they can bring, you know, they think they can bring their prices down that way. Well, isn't that the Costco model, like buying yeah. in bulk? bulk? Uh-huh. And if you'll notice at Costco, too, a lot of times you'll go in there and you'll buy um, a certain item and you really love it. And you go back and you buy it a few more times and all of a sudden it's gone. It's not on the shelf anymore. And when you ask about it, They'll say they just can't get the price they want on that, so they're not going to put it back in the store. So that I mean, they're brutal about that. The 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 um, the suppliers have to meet their price parameters, and if they don't, up oh, you're out. We'll find somebody else to supply. Well, we'll see what uh, what happens on down the road. The FTC and uh, those uh, states' attorney yep. general suing. So we'll find out. Thank you, uh, Marie Osborne, for giving us uh, more information on that. Thank you, guys. Um, I just wanted to bring this up because it's scary. This Augusta University student killed while jogging near University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Have you heard this? Yeah. This yeah. nursing student. It's horrible. Her name is Lakin Hope Riley. Uh, she was jogging and found dead Thursday. The 22-year-old died from blunt force trauma to the head. And the suspect in her killing is named Jose Antonio Ibarra. He's 26, and he's been charged with felony murder, false imprisonment, and kidnapping and concealing the death of another. Um, and it, there's no evidence that they knew each other, that this was a crime it's of opportunity. Okay. And uh, it's really awful when you think of, like, difference. We talk about this with Oxford, with the, um, a, a bunch of things, when different steps could be taken to prevent a case from mm-hmm. happening. Well, this guy was arrested before. He was arrested in 2022 after entering the U.S. illegally and was paroled and released for further processing. That's according to ICE. Then he was arrested last September by New York City police and charged with acting in a manner to injure a child less than 17 and a motor vehicle license violation. But police released him before a detainer could be issued, according to uh-huh. ICE. Any one of those steps had been taken, this promising nursing student would be alive. And, and I just find that so heartbreaking when lives are just cut short like that for no reason. And it brings more attention to her issues at the border. It does. I mean, this person was an illegal immigrant. That, like, it doesn't mean that everyone crossing over. A lot of these asylum seekers are families who are leaving horrible conditions in their home countries. But there are people like this. And uh, uh, also, we talked about this earlier, but I want to bring this back up about little Lamara Glenn. That's the 11-year-old girl who was the uh, victim of last week's drive-by shooting. She died from her injuries yesterday. Uh, the prosecutor's office confirming that, that 
the development comes alongside the charging of a fourth suspect in connection with the incident. So now you have four people in custody. They are charged with all types of charges, including assault with intent to murder and felony firearms. But I suspect that those charges will be upped today because uh, this little 11-year-old who, minding her business, sleep on a couch at this house because she wants to go to a better school. A little precious life again. For this senseless gun violence. Senseless gun violence because Horrible. somebody, these four guys had a beef with somebody, one person in that house. And isn't this connected to stealing of cars? Yes, a car also, ring. Mm-hmm. Also. And just indiscriminately shooting at a house? Yeah. We're t- at least two dozen, right? At least two dozen people inside. All ages. All ages. Even more kids were inside. Luckily, they didn't get hurt. Well, unfortunately, yes, Lloyd, that story is connected to the UGA story because it's another life lost mm-hmm. unnecessarily. And so there's a lot of darkness sometimes when we talk about the news and sometimes it can get to me. But what does Mr. Rogers say? Look for the helpers. Look for the helpers. There's light out there, too. So we got to do some light stories as well. I want to talk to you all that you could win tickets to the Michigan Golf Show March 8th through the 10th and qualify for a Tullymore Resort Golf Package. That's a stay and play package for you and a guest, including a two night stay at the resort and 18 whole rounds with a cart on both Tullymore and St. Ives. So coming up, we're going to tell you when to call and hopefully you can get registered to win that amazing prize. Because you know what? It's pretty warm outside. It could be golf season. Oh, man. Sooner than you think. Uh, coming up, we have an interesting discussion with a Wisconsin congressman about America's political orphans, the people in the middle. That's next on JR Morning.